Welcome to my podcast, The Awaken Life Project. My name is Monica Matea and I'm transformational health and life coach, helping professional and ambitious people to step into their life with amazing health, clarity and purpose. The Awaken Life Project has been born out of the dream to create legacy and inspire hundreds of people to fulfill their potential using not only scientific mindset tools that work, but intuition too. My dream is for you to connect with your body, mind and spirit on the level you have not yet explored. So are you ready? Hello and welcome to the next episode of my podcast and welcome after the break. I hope you had a lovely Christmas break. Obviously, Christmas has not finished yet. Uh, Usually it starts from the Christmas day and it lasts for 12 days. That's why we have 12 days of Christmas and it ends at Epiphany. So that's 6th of January. Um, So I'm still in Christmassy mood. Uh, I wish the weather would be better here in UK and it's quite gloomy and rainy and windy because obviously it's good to go for a walk after all this food. First of all, I also wanted to thank you. Thank you everyone who is listening to the podcast. And if you like it, please do subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, There will be so much more interesting content over the next year and I'm really looking forward to it. I promise I will be consistent with it and I feel like I have a renewed energy to actually record different things. So I was looking at my social media posts and emails and obviously many of them are talking about taking some kind of action Uh, making a change or taking up a challenge in 2024. So I already say like, yes, this is what is happening. Like Christmas is out of the way and the new year is here almost up on us. We're going to celebrate on the 21st of December. So the 1st of January, it's like a magic transformation and uh, we are able to start again from fresh, right? So have a carte blanche to start and take up new opportunities. So mainly those posts are around health, some some kind of sports challenge. And yes, we are officially in the era of writing or planning our New Year's resolution. So if you are a person who plans those, uh, well done to you because that's really a first step. And let me know, just connect with me, respond to me. I will leave my contact details in the show notes and would love to hear from you. Over the years, I mean, my kind of approach to resolutions, to New Year's resolutions has changed. And from uh, that kind of the type where I feel like, yes, I can do this from then, (laughs) what's the point? And a kind of the lukewarm approach to actually doing anything. But research is very clear on that. Uh, That is that it shows that people who basically have them, they are successful in actually making them happen. So New Year has that kind of great energy and opportunity to start fresh. So we let go of the past year. We receive like a carte blanche, as I mentioned, to, uh, to basically write our own story again. Uh, usually, unfortunately, the trouble is that by first week of February, our motivation goes away and we are discouraged probably by the little progress, in our opinion anyway, we have made so far. 
in all honesty, I must say that it's not any different for me. My motivation goes from, you know, very high. Uh, like, for example, at the beginning of the day when it's a nice, fresh new day and towards the end of the day, it's a, it's a bit of a struggle because I have no willpower, I'm tired and all of that. So more or less, um, our motivation wins off because it's getting repetitive, it's getting boring, our, we somehow get used to it and we don't necessarily see the progress, the the, the way we promise ourselves to, to have it, right? So for me, a beginning of the month is always uh, like a new year for me um, because I write my goals again every month and I make commitment to my goals um, again, so I reflect and I look at my progress, what I have made, and it's critical and very, very important for me that I actually do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be anywhere near the goals I wanted to achieve. One thing that also very helps me is the vision board. It's a visual representation of my intentions, right? Even if some of it didn't happen, it doesn't really matter. And I had a lot of health goals for 2023 and they not necessarily happen in a way I wanted. I'm mentally very strong and definitely in a far, far better place when I was last year, but physically not so much, not so much. So this is definitely my goal for next for next year but the most important thing is like how on earth I can make it successful when I have not been successful for years now I want you to reflect on that because it's probably not true we just basically have certain expectations and we think like oh that's going to be that massive progress but in the end it's not necessarily that but we still have made some progress we still are in a different place and if we are not we need to ask ourselves and be gentle with ourselves what happened during this year because if something sudden has happened and for me in July I had an operation so last year my dad died so I was in completely different mental position and shape and health because I was grieving I'm still grieving but obviously time is when you basically forget a little bit you you work on your thoughts uh, you let go of some of the things you have you cannot change anymore and you just look after yourself in the best way possible so i'm definitely in a better mental shape when i was la last year but then you look at that and see that i had a major event health event in july and since then although i put a lot of resolution for four months i couldn't exercise because i had to heal Right. And this is probably what put a bit of a problem on my fitness, on my putting on more weight, because although I was looking after my diet, it wasn't perfect. So I think it has uh, it was a challenge and I know why. Right. So I, I hopefully won't have that next year. And um, so I'm planning really to take it uh, to the next level and uh, on various um in various areas of health because health is it's a broad aspect but the one word i would say is discipline and people say oh my gosh it's boring and i don't want it you know i want to be free i want to be free to do what i want and whatever but discipline if you ask any successful person how they got to where they are and and i'm not saying it's only about money success is about you know mental health about fitness levels and all of that um they will say it's discipline i have been consistent for 
years with my goals, right? So if I want to be uh, a good runner, I get up and run, right? Even if it's 10 minutes, but I do it every day. If I want to, I don't know, burn fat, I start lifting weights and I'm doing this on a regular basis. If I want to be a better swimmer, I go and practice swimming. If I want to be better in language, I have to train and then learn a new language every day, even if it is for 10 minutes, right? So discipline is is the key here. Overall, I'm just going to talk about uh, four, let's say four key items to make successful, to make your um, resolution successful. First of all, to have them. So many people don't and they don't believe that they can achieve them and they never did. So what's the point? But the research shows that people who have resolutions, intentions, achieve them far more often than those who do not. And I don't also don't believe that you have not achieved uh, a lot or you feel like you have not achieved a lot or nothing at all. I think the problem lies lies in that people do not reflect on their year. They cannot let go of perfection and feel subjectively that they basically failed no matter what they have done. The second thing is reflection. So letting go of judgment, reflect on your year And how do you feel about it and see what improvement you can make in the new year. So I always do a vision board because I look at it and I honestly reflect on every part and make a plan for the new year vision board and my intentions. So reflection is a powerful tool, not many use because they are afraid of disappointment, mainly with themselves. So an important part of is to allow yourself to feel all the emotions, put them down on paper and move on to the planning phase. So planning and planning is the easiest part. Yes, it's it's just building that discipline routine around your plan and adjusting your plan to where you are in life right? I'm going to talk about that more in the next podcast because I will be talking about four areas of life and first will be health, then there will be faith or spirituality, third will be relationships and the fourth will be career, money. So how to build a plan and mindset around all the key areas in life. But the next one will be about health. So please do subscribe. So plan is basically how to set your goals, intentions and resolutions. So we know the the concept of SMART. So those are the type of goals you can measure and they are achievable, realistic. They have some time um, bounds and all of that. And over over the years, I think a lot of people Um, develop complicated ways of setting your goals but actually this is something that always have been working for a lot of people and just keep it simple honestly very very simple so I want to measure my goals Um, so let's take a goal and I'll give you an example I want to lose weight so so many people want to be healthier lose weight but it's a very generic health goal honestly it is and um, so we have to break it down to make it achievable make it time bound make it realistic so I always start the feeling so how I want you to feel so if I say about my health right now I feel quite heavy I'm feeling I'm not necessarily fit I uh, I'm out of breath sometimes when I walk fast or, or walk the stairs um, I cannot fit to some of my old clothes right so the feeling I want to have 
is the opposite of that. I want to feel light, rested. I want to be able to fit into my old clothes and be very specific. If I have a dress, I'm going to make sure that I try that dress every month, right, to see how it fits. Is it better, right? Is it looser a little bit, right? So I want to be very, I want to be fit. I want to be not be out of breath. I want to be able to run 5k without stopping, for example, uh, and I just feel light really and enjoy it. The next thing is how much I want to lose, right? It's, it's a genuine question and I'm not quite sure why people don't under, don't feel like, I don't know, I'm just, I, I will just tell you when I get there. No, you have to tell yourself, I want to lose that much and and just measure yourself on on a regular basis for me the weight is important and i do um do basically check my weight it's not that frequent because it doesn't work for me what i really want to do is just lose fat right lose fat convert it into muscle mass um, and just generally be fitter but i know how much i want to weigh i mean this is my target because i know that at that weight i feel good and i know it's going to take me months if not years to to lose that because i'm at that age so I always think like, okay, so I try my clothes, the old clothes. Oh yeah, they, they fit better. So now I'm going to go and weigh myself and see how much progress I have made. And I, I make it a regular and I know it's going to be a very little progress and a very slow. So I set myself, you know, the kind of the target for over six months, but it could be any health goals. If you want to uh, get on with or be, be a kind of a, have a more toned body because you want to burn more fat, it's a different type of uh, losing weight is probably one of it. But sometimes people already are at their weight. They're just not toned. Right. So that will require a special diet and actually a special type of exercises. Right. So then I ask myself, how will I move? So I'll go to the gym twice a week. I'll walk every day, even for 20 minutes. And pretty much I have done it for the last three months after after I uh, restarted the exercise after my operation, right? Uh, so I know that I can maintain it. Um, and really to be consistent for at least six months. And I don't want to load my calendars with activities and I will then drop them at the first opportunity because it's too much. How will I eat? So again, food planning, meal planning is very important. I work every day. Um, I not always want to have, you know, a lot of cooked meals. So I know that I have to food prep every Sunday. I have not been good with it the last few months. So I'm going to get that's my goal. Um, then I can say uh, no alcohol during week or even January. Just give yourself free. Um, eliminate a refined sugar. So nothing like that. And all of that is is more kind of realistic and tangible goal and so on. You can make it whichever way you want it, but you have to be specific. Now, how then I always set up a new journal. New journal is key for me because I like... Um, you know, the fresh start and I'm writing a book. So I set up my journal, I make st statements and I look at my plan and I just basically be realistic about it. And how does it feel for me? Uh, is it achievable? Can I fit well into my, can it fit well into my daily work? How I make it work? And then I will set up my stretch goals. So 
if that feels good, what else I could do? I could go three times in a week to the gym and I can make three times only veggie meals. So three, three times a week, so three days, I only eat vegan and vegetarian meals and no refined sugars. Like I'm setting the next level, the stretch level. And in the longer term, I say I want to run 5K, for example, couch to 5K up is very good. A lot of people start that in January. So I want to just enjoy it. I'm not a runner, but I, I know that it, it can really increase your heart rate and it's, it's it potentially can be good. It's not good for everyone. It's just whether it's good for you, you just need to see where you are with your um, with your health right now. And I want to take a part in a sport challenge like swimming or, and I know maybe I'll take it up in June, right? Because I will have those six months or whatever to, to prepare, right? So, and, and it's, it's a good challenge as well. So that's kind of the realistic and more tangible plan. You can always change or give it at least two two months to make to see whether it works right so don't change it after one week unless it's completely unachievable because your work schedule doesn't allow it then yes do change it but otherwise make sure that you keep it for longer to, to get used to it the, the the next element is the accountability it's a key ingredient and I cannot state that um even more strongly we rarely can go on by ourselves so it could be your friend your few friends group partner husband wife coach pt exercise group online group find a fitbit or any other sport watch it's also good for accountability and reminders but obviously we rely on ourselves and our goodwill and willpower uh, if we have another person like my husband we always drag me out for for uh, for a walk if i don't feel like to, to do it so he will do it so make sure that you have some kind of agreements and you have a bigger support group don't rely on one person rely on several for accountability and I can only tell you the best thing is to have a coach right so time and procrastination and, and this is predominant about how to close wanting and doing up because uh, we want a lot of different things and we have this beautiful health plan but obviously we can be time limited and we can procrastinate and this is the biggest enemies and especially our phones rule our life we spend so much time on social media or not only we binge watch Netflix and films and all of that and we don't have it and we don't have the time to go for 20 minute walk, right? Um, and I always say treat it as an investment into your bank of health. So more the more things you do, the healthier you become over time. So if you procrastinate, it means that the task is too hard and it's boring. And so make it look making it easier. Add elements to it like short cooking course, Nordic walking. It's all worth it. And it's important that you celebrate. You celebrate your achievement and don't punish yourself if you fail. But reflect on that and make a change and move on. Like I think we need to drop that kind of all or nothing uh, mentality and, and uh, attitude really. So the last one, and of course there could be many, many others, but I believe those which I have described here today are the key ones, is 
basically get familiar and accept little progress you're going to make at first and work on your feelings and emotions when something does not go according to your plan and and this is where accountability comes in as i said set up the journal how you feel write about how you feel about the progress write your goals every day if that helps uh what went wrong analyze why you and how you can improve um, do you need to let go of perfection and as i said get rid of that kind of all or nothing approach um, celebrate little achievements good week with no bleeps think about something not related to food um, maybe you buy yourself a pair of trainers you don't buy it before you start you continue with what you have and it's, at some point you reward yourself with a good a nice uh, sport outfit that's what I do I have plenty of different things so it's for me it's a shame to buying a new one so when I remain consistent and achieve something I give myself a present yeah so that's important I truly truly believe that in the opportunity the new year brings um, it can be a really a fresh start as your mind is ready to leave things in the past and open up to the new opportunities so I hope this helps there isn't a rocket science in anything and, and people sometimes like how a, a given person is so successful looks great is fit and I always will tell you it's a commitment it's a discipline because no matter what plan they have it means that because the way that they look a certain way and it seems like they're enjoying their life, they they look healthy and, and they are healthy and they they are fit and whatever. Um, it seems like whatever plan they, they, they have, they basically are able to stick to it, right? They, they discipline. And when you look at the celebrities, all of them will have personal trainers because it's impossible for them with busy schedule to do it on their own right? And a lot of people won't do it on their own. They will have mindset coaches. They will have coaches from food and, and exercise because quite often they are, they go through very, very hard and difficult and challenging regimes, right? So the other thing you need to really get rid of is com comparison. You know, don't compare yourself to anyone else. At least you just make sure if, if there is somebody who you admire, treat them as a kind of uh, inspiration and aspiration rather than something like I will never be like that because we can see beautiful bodies. But I know that I'm in perimenopause women with type 1 diabetes. I may have certain elements of that body. I will never have that body, uh, the same body because that person is 20 years old, right? And that's okay for me, right? Uh, I do have role models uh, where I look at the person who is 50 or 60 even and they look absolutely fantastic. But I know how much work they've put in. I know them because I have been you know, following them for so long. And I know that what it really takes for them is the discipline, right? It really is. It's a mindset. So I leave you with that. Subscribe to my podcast, share it with friends. And uh, I want to wish you all the best in the new year. Happy new year. Let's make 2024 a really beautiful, healthy year on many, many levels. And I'll speak to you again. Take care and all the best.